Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics with your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. I'm gonna talk about Moonbirds today. There was a big presentation from Justin and Kevin yesterday. I'm gonna give you a really short version. My personal thoughts, I saw it with you, so it was new to me as well. We're also gonna talk about the Momoguro drop, however you pronounce it, and then a couple art sales. Let's get right to it. Starting with the market overview, again, kind of volumes in this 50,000 ETH range. As I always say, so much airdrop farming, hard to know what to read into that. You know, especially given that unique buyers were really down a fair bit. This line shows you that the, that that pink line is where we are right now. You can see we're kind of at the lower end of the range for where we've been going all the way back to December. Now, when buyers go down and ETH volume goes up, this is a chart I've shown you before. It means that each individual buyer is spending a lot more ETH per day. Tends to mean that there's a lot more flipping, a lot more airdrop farming going on. Now, I thought this was a pretty interesting chart. Now, one of the things I'm thinking about is why are why with volume so high, why are prices going down? Prices not doing well. And I think this chart tells you the story. What this chart looks at is the percentage of ETH volume that is happening uh, where the buyer is someone who also sold NFTs that day. And you can see right now we're at 80%. This chart generally was just 25% over the summer. So something like three times that. It used to be that 80% of the NFTs that were bought were bought by people who were just buying NFTs and putting them in their wallet. Right now we're in an environment where over 80% of the ETH volume that is bought is bought by people who in the same day are also selling. Uh, so it just gives a picture. This isn't really new money come in. It's just kind of money uh, recycling and, and churning NFTs around. Wanted to look at royalties paid per day. I think it's interesting with OpenSea, where is that progress going? You can see that the average royalty paid per day has gone down to about 2.5%. That's down from about five to 6% on OpenSea uh, before they went to optional royalty. In terms of prices, large cap index up slightly in ETH terms, obviously everybody knows ETH had a rough day yesterday, went from about 1650 to 1530, something like that. So in US dollar terms, the index was a fair bit weaker. Uh, in terms of what was strong, VFriends really rallied, a bit of weakness in Moonbirds, which we'll talk about, and then weakness in Gutter. Uh, in terms of art projects uh, that had volume, there were nine projects that did more than 10 ETH of volume. Metropolis by MP Cause continues. Uh, you know, a week later, the Bright Moments draft continues to be one of the highest volume collections, another Fidenza sale, another Ringer sale, and a bit more action down the line there. In terms of VFriends, you know, I saw a nice little rally from five ETH to six ETH in the floor. A couple buyers came in with some very big sweeps. You didn't see the same action in VFriends Series 2, so I think this could have been related to, to the big sweeps that happened on VFriends. Also, Mutant Hounds. Uh, remember this project, kind of a real early success, or it's really kind of tapered off recently, but they dropped a video with a teaser uh, it says there's the hounds layer coming, coming on March 10th. Market didn't really respond positively or negatively. You can see here, you know, we've really come down from that two ETH floor that we had mid-January towards closer to a 0.6.7 ETH floor, so not much movement there. Second thing to talk about is the proof, uh, the proof 90-minute video from Kevin and from Justin. I'm going to go through kind of what was basically said. I think people know, you know, the Moonbird price has been going down since obviously a tremendous initial launch. And kind of trending lower. And I think that Kevin and Justin and the whole team just felt, you know, we need to provide a much clearer vision for what Moonbirds stand for. Who should be buying Moonbirds? Who shouldn't be? You know, what should you know uh, if you, before you buy? And that was what they went into. I thought this was kind of a funny tweet. 15 second version of the tweet. Yeah, this is from Dees. You know, basically said, you know, we know we had the idea in the beginning with the podcast, with Grails, with art, with the past got kind of lost a little bit in the sauce and we're realizing we should focus on art. I think that's the 15 second version, but there's a whole lot more. Let's get into it. 
first of all, as far as the overall vision, it all centers around art and connecting kind of digital NFT, collect, NFT collectors with artists. And I think that's been a lot of the best things that Proof has done uh, in terms of specific announcements. Uh, the collective, which ends in 2025, two years from now, that is eternity in NFT time. And two years ago, Board Ape Yacht Club didn't even exist. So we got that much more time till the end of the collective. But once that happens, they said that the collective will turn into a special type of Moonbird. They use the term elders. I said, don't use the word elder. It's a little too old. You know, come on. We're all, we're all young and having fun here. But you know, now that I look at this art, I think it's kind of cool. We'll see. Maybe the art, maybe the name will change. But 2025 collective turns to elders. Uh, Moonbirds, they said, is, you know, you should buy Moonbirds if you're an art collector. This is the art collector PFP. That is the identity that the team wants for Moonbirds in terms of Mythics, which is the upcoming drop. Uh, you know, they, that's still planned to come. The eggs that create the Mythics will be coming on April 17th, I believe. That was what the team told me. In terms of changes that are happening, you know, from now until January 1st, we're going to see more art-focused drops for Moonbirds. And a lot of these are going to be trade-specific. Already announced a few of those, which I will show in a little bit. And then also this Grails product. The Grails product that Eli has built and has been one of the biggest successes at Proof. Those passes that, that come to the collective a few times a year have had floor prices of three, four ETH. So a really kind of juicy airdrop. And then just also a great way to collect, collect or connect collectors with artists. You know, that's going to be for all of Moonbirds, something like that after 2025. Again, why are we talking about 2025? But here we are. Uh, Diamond Nest, you know, we talked about the nest. Nesting has been a big keynote of Moonbirds. That's going to end with a very big drop. Uh, it's going to be called the Diamond Exhibition, where people are going to get top digital artist work. It's going to reward the people who nested at the very beginning because you get your pick uh, earlier as you unnet or uh, in line with when you get to that Diamond Nest. I think all the way down to the minute. A couple other things. They said High Rise has been shelved, has been shelved. The token is not coming anytime soon. As far as the drops that were announced, Nude Birds, very like the 4T equivalent of Moonbirds, get a Daylu Crest piece, which should be pretty awesome. That's coming on March 9th. Flower Birds got a piece by Camilla Noguera. I'll show you that in a second. And Hoodie Birds got hoodies. We all love hoodies. Give them the hoodies. They got those. Okay, cool. In terms of the price response, Oddities really moved a lot lower. Kind of, you, know, you can see here, uh, this is on uh, GMT time. You can see that, you know, oddities did have a pretty sharp fall. Moonbirds have also trended lower. You know, this is the specific, where the sales have been over the past couple of days. Not too surprising. I mean, Justin did say, you know, this is the direction we're going. And if this isn't you, then, you know, this project isn't for you. Also, as we always say, buy the rumor, sell the news. You know, never uh, should people, you know, I, I, should people be buying after some of these announcements. I found like almost always these announcements tend to lead the market lower. Here is the piece called The Journey that was dropped to flower uh, in Moonbirds with Flowers. You can see it has a 0.69 ETH floor. So that's pretty awesome. Cool. You know, 96 dropped to the 96 Moonbirds. Uh, they're each unique too. These are all have their own little flavor to them. So that's pretty cool that those guys got uh, a, a valuable NFT. My basic take on this, I've just taken you through a lot. My take is I think that the Moonbird product needed a clear identity. People needed to know who should be buying the Moonbirds. And I think that this did a decent job of clearing up what they're at least trying to do. I think the drops they've done, like that drop to the flower holders is pretty cool. Uh, you know, you heard me, I like the hoodies. This Daylu Crest piece is going to be awesome. Uh, and then the third thing I said is, you just got to deliver before you start making promises. And I think, you know, I, I don't know if they were positioned as promises, but things like high rise, things like the token, where they weren't completely delivered yet, where they weren't completely ready. I think 
as a team, you want to talk about those things after they're already ready. So you don't get the sense of disappointment. I think that that's a lesson that the team has really internalized and something that we'll hopefully see going forward. And then the last thing I say here is make the art work. You know, it's hard to deliver art to a group of 10,000 NFTs. Third story to talk about. Momoguru drops. What I mean by drops is it mints and it's trades and all that stuff. The price went up 3.5x. Uh, the min price was 0.22 ETH. Uh, so you can see here, you know, kind of initially out the gate, then dropped and ra rallied and was still doing very well. Uh, again, just a reminder, this is the art. This is by Bob Bob Studios, a studio that has, has, has won some awards and has a very successful kind of animation VR uh, production background. So curious to see how this plays out going forward. I thought one thing that was interesting is this is a royalty enforcing project. So you really, it's really not a smart idea to airdrop farm this. It doesn't get airdrop farmed. I want to look at where was this traded? Blur versus OpenSea. I love talking about this stuff. And what you can see here is the first two hours, you know, right out the gate, it was traded more on OpenSea than Blur. But after that going forward, it was basically all on Blur. Total market share for the first day of trading, 61.6% Blur, 38.4% OpenSea. So what's interesting here is this is an X airdrop farming project. And even a project that doesn't have airdrop farming is seeing more trading on Blur than on OpenSea, showing they've really started to just win market share just for most use cases, specifically that trading use case, but really kind of across the board. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, and then the last thing to talk about, notable sales, we'll talk about three of them. The first, a Clonex, Alien, Murakami Drip, so for 85 Weath. This, these spiders on the face really kind of give me the creeps, but still that hat, that, you know, all that stuff going on there is pretty cool. I looked into it. This is an alien uh, type Murakami drip DNA. There are only four of these in the entire collection. So this is the grail of the grail. You can see that all four of these have traded. This was the lowest price, you know, one traded for 120, 87, 88.88. And this one just traded for 85. Still a really punchy price though, for a five ETH floor in clone X. If you do want one, you got one right here for 70 ETH that is offered on the market. But Interesting to see that. Second sale to talk about. Life in West America had this high, had their highest sale ever for 20 weeth. This is kind of an interesting one. I, I think this project, every single piece kind of makes you just scratch your head and think about what's going on here. But both with the skydiving person and everything going on in this inside of this capsule, who knows? But cool to see that 20 weeth sale. Wanted to have a look. You can see the, you know, we kind of had a rally from a very low mint price to about 12 ETH floor. And it's since come down. Most of the sales right now happening in the seven, eight. I made this dot here to represent this sale, pink and big. You can see where it is clearly just a pretty massive sale there. Last trade to talk about chapter one, Lux by Ben Strauss, 8.679 E. This was the highest sale on super rare. This is a really cool sale. Just kind of did a little bit of digging into it. And Ben Strauss says, Lux is the Genesis chapter of my pursuit of equilibrium body of work. We will see more of this. Nothing you see here is generated by a computer. Let's look at this again. All camera generated. Not sure exactly how he does it. Check Ben Strauss' Twitter, maybe DM him, try to figure out what's going on. But really cool image. We're going to be getting more. I just think this is a really cool concept. Now, if you look at Ben Strauss's work, you can see he's most of it really is in this kind of landscape photography realm. 5.5 ETH sale, 6 ETH sale, 7 ETH sale. This 12.1 ETH sale on the lower right was a, had a bit more tech to it. It had a, a bit more video animation, different scenes coming into play. That one sold more. What's interesting is that this piece here, kind of a, a new concept, is trading at 8.679 ETH, a premium to his amazing landscape work. So cool to see the innovation here. Cool to see him exploring. Excited to see what comes next. That's all for me today. I hope you liked the show. If you did like, please like it below. Please subscribe to the channel. 
Tell your friends about it. We appreciate that a lot. We'll be back on Monday and every weekday with another show. Have a great weekend.